Live from the Huntington Hilltop. Coming to you from Rest Intestine in the state of disrepair. In the morning, Nathan Penetration. In the morning, Brian Black. Linux.org's DNS was hijacked. The kernel maintainers. Their website was vandalized. Somebody posted a picture of a guy wearing women's underwear. <laughs> he was bending over and his asshole was as hairy as Santa Claus's mouth. Uh. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. <laughs> Good sense of humor. Yeah. I love that. Uh, is it still up or did they, they fix it? It's on archive.org. Um, I don't want to look it up right now because for all I know, they probably it's pulled revolting. it down. But... <laughs> yeah. He's got uh, ass hair like steel wool. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so I guess great. last show you couldn't hear the sound effects I was playing. <laughs> No, I couldn't. Yeah, you only played that one, like one. I thought, right? Yeah, I I had to redo the way the virtual routing works through my software. It's because I switched to Brave, which, by the way, they have that ad payment system, and I set up uh, bringyourwallet.com to go there. Actually, realsense.tv, and you can tip the site using Brave Bat, the Brave. No, what do they call that? Basic authentication token their payment system did you read about that Mm-mm. well uh, i've been people, really people can tip us really... oh really yeah you can get five dollars worth of bat for free by joining the well, bat program bat is the currency that they use uh when you use uh brave now right? that's what i'm talking about yep oh i built into the browser okay. so in the menu bar you go to the site you hit join I didn't know you could tip though through it. I thought you could. Yeah. I thought how that works is like you you let certain ads come through, and then you would earn bat by having those ads. I think that's the next stage in the browser. But we did talk about this before, and they used to use Bitcoin. So I was like, okay, uh, I'm gonna send a little Bitcoin to my Brave, the original Brave that was based on Electron. That was my bitch originally. I was like, this thing's built on Electron. You're gonna go to por- some porn site. And the thing's going to exfiltrate your private key for your SSH connections right off of your disk. So they switched to Chromium eventually. So now it's all sandboxed. It's a proper browser. It wasn't before. But anyway, I put my Bitcoin in there. I went to my own site. I sent myself some fucking Bitcoin. I never got paid. I'm still fucking waiting for it. I emailed them multiple times and they're like, "Uh, when you accrue enough, we'll contact you. So they took the money. So now, I joined the bat whatever program. They gave me like $4 or $5 worth of bat. I sent it to myself. I'm going to see if I get paid again. Because now there's a way for me to uh, receive payments. I set all that up. We'll see. I've still got the, I think it's the 449 that was in my uh, account. When you first well it's not even an account that's the other thing i can't figure out with brave you you download the browser and then it just gives you the bat it's not assigned to any like how, how does it attach that to you it's, it's just disappears. In, in the browser it disappears like a fart in the wind it like evaporates after a certain number of ma- months hmm so it's like fool's gold then yeah 
something like that. I don't know. So I'll see if I can get paid. Yeah. Then, so unless uh, you could transfer it out immediately, what like they have to have some sort of uh, measure in place to prevent people from uh, paying themselves exploiting that because well, I'm going to pay myself. You can. Well, if you could just download the browser on a different machine, like you could just go like, for example, I could go into a client office. I could download Brave on every machine in there and then I could go to the website, s- go to the website and then send your that money out. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah. So Those fuckers some... owe me money. But they took but my fucking they, Bitcoin. How, what do they do? What do they do to prevent that, though? We're going to find out. So the, the link to Brave is a referral link that gives you bat and then gives me bat. And then when you get the bat for joining, you can send the bat to bringyourwallet.com. And it will hopefully at some point accrue on the Real Sense TV site. It's easier just to go to bringyourwallet.com or frothymix.info. And that'll redirect you to Real Sense TV. Um, and then from there, I, I put it in some kind of like third party wallet. And then I would probably scramble it with Shapeshifter and then cash it out and buy beer. Yeah. But yeah, those fuckers owe me money. They're going to pay up. With the Batcoin. Sounds really stupid. Yeah, I uh I don't know what they're I don't know what they're sorry, the dogs in my room right now. Um out of distraction. So uh the you want to talk about something else? Well, the thing I was going to say about Brave is I know that they've had an iOS app for a long time yeah so have they updated it to have the same the same thing where you create you basically download the app and no you get the crypto no you don't get bat through that so so if it's chromium so basically the the app on ios is just going to be garbage like chrome is where it's just uh webkit wrapped yeah they're all just safari view controllers okay they all are. The cool thing about Edge was that it actually did the syncing across devices. Like it had the continuity feature. Like so does Chrome. Yeah, but that's all through Brave. Doesn't uh, even have that. They what I mean by Edge, though, is that it it carries across to the OS. Like on on like if you have a Windows 10 machine and Edge is the default browser on that machine, then it'll carry across to that machine as well. Like you don't. Every browser does that except for Brave automatically because chrome you have to be yeah. signed in well yeah you got to be signed in well it doesn't you have a windows account on the pc though so that's like you don't sign into edge you have your windows account that you sign in with on a windows yeah, pc so you're just already signed in it's just like safari when you're on, when you're using a mac or a ios device you're signed into your icloud account your shit just syncs if you're using a chrome device like a chrome os device or you're using it on the computer when you're signed in you're signed in on on the Mac, like on the desktop operating system, you have to actually initiate the sign-in process. But on a Chrome OS device, for example, you have to sign in. That's your account to use Chrome OS. Okay. Well, so it's similar, except it's optional. Okay. But they, they keep um, forcing people into it. So 
I read that Microsoft's actually uh, dropping Edge. I was just going to talk about that. Chromium-based browser. I don't know. That hasn't been confirmed, though. Yeah, they're ditching the engine. They're just like they're not going to do their own engine anymore. That's how they kept fucking up the internet to begin with. Was they're doing their own engine and they wouldn't implement standards to the standard. They would do their own version of it. Like they would go, "Oh yeah, we're HTML com- HTML5 compliant except for uh any WebGL because we want to force some fucking bizarre like DirectX over the internet thing." Like that old direct uh, ActiveX shit. You go to any website in like the early 2000s or 90s and it would pop up with some ActiveX controller asking for permission. That was no good. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> ActiveX. <laughs> that, was, that was the biggest... That was the reason why IE was such garbage, right? Was because of all yeah. the ActiveX exploits that... And they, any website could install code on your computer. Right. Crazy. Yeah. I got they, something something new here when you're ready. Okay. Here Go comes for it. Link. This is Brutal Doom. Might be a little loud. Go fuck yourself. Okay, I've got to stop it there because it's going to be that chain guns really, really fast and loud. But you I remember can, hearing about this a couple yeah. years ago. You can flying jump kick people, get all kinds of crazy guns. That you can drive a tank, uh, set zombies on fire. Uh, it doesn't even seem like it's the Doom engine, but apparently it is. Looks awesome. Brutal Doom version twenty-one. Uppercut guys grab him by the neck and throw him. <laughs> what the fuck? Some guy like took fun. the time to code all of this. Oh yeah, none of that stuff standard. That's why I think it's a different engine, like the three D uh, jet oh, definitely slash the helicopter things. Yeah, it's a different engine for sure because yeah. the, the background. They did it. I, I, the distraction wasn't that bad. She was knocking on the door. Like that was. <laughs> I lost my more. Train of there's more guns. Just rant about Blizzard. Oh, yeah. You got okay. something you wanted to say about them. Just bring this up at the game at the end of the show. You can edit all this part out until I start talking about the Blizzard stuff. Editing is uh, going to fuck things up. The continuity is going to get fucked up. All right. Um, Blizzard announced that they discontinued further development of HOTS, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, they canceled esports for it, which basically means it's dead because if... They didn't say they outright canceled the development, but they said they're scaling it back, which means they canceled it. Um, and the further development that they would, the, the team that they would have had on further developing the game, they're shifting to other projects. So that means it's just it's it's a lame duck game because they don't have anybody else working on it now. The player base is going to drop off entirely. What little was left. It's really a shame because that was the one game that was developed by people. It was the it was the last game at Blizzard that was still developed by people that didn't have an agenda, whether it's social justice bullshit or female empowerment or just the, the garbage that you see bleeding across all of their games now. 
Especially random, World of Warcraft. Random applications of morality to things. Just, like, they... I... I don't know what their their business model is anymore. I, what what are they like? They're just going to be reliant on World of Warcraft subs. That's not going to last. Those have been declining every single year. They release a new expansion pack and then people play it for a month and then they get over it. And then they announce garbage like that fucking D3 mobile game. Like they and then they're condescendingly asking the audience, oh, you don't have phones. Did you see that video? I thought I linked it to you during BlizzCon. Mm, I, I don't know. The guy, oh, it was yeah. so hard to watch. It was but so uncomfortable. It. it was so uncomfortable. Like, the guy, they what they do is they do pre-screened interviews. So, like, they don't tell the people what they're releasing before they interview them. But they tell them, we're going to ask you some questions. And we just want to know what your answers are going to be ahead of time about what we're announcing. We're not going to tell you what it is, but we'll t- we'll tell you it's a Diablo game, but we're not going to tell you what kind of Diablo game it is. So they unveil everyone's expecting like another expansion to Diablo three or a completely new Diablo game for the PC. And instead, what was announced was a Diablo mobile game and it's outsourced. It's not even fully developed by Blizzard. It's developed by some Chinese company. And it's pretty obvious that it's developed for the Chinese market because that's the only market that really plays mobile games on a grand scale. and people were booing like crazy when they announced it and they're like what you don't like you don't like uh or what you don't have a cell phone and then they go into the q a's and they bring up the first guy and he's like what he says he just has like a blank expression on his face and he's like is this april fools like it was it was so uncomfortable like he was in disbelief the guy that they pre-selected for questioning was in disbelief so they're totally out of touch with what their, you know, their loyal fan base wants. They are keeping the dead horse of Warcraft going, especially now with the, now they have that Warcraft three. Did you see that? They're going to do a remaster of that, which is cool on the surface, but I have a feeling that game is going to end up becoming what Starcraft classic or Starcraft remastered is, which is they're going to sell it for 15 or 20 bucks. I think it's actually 30 bucks. And then they're not going to develop it any further. It's just going to be a total, uh, just a reskin of the original game with the same gameplay with maybe better Battle.net integration. And they're not going to do anything else. And they're just going to be like, they're just going to ride out on that like it's another new release and new content. And so bottom line is the only game that they're after now canceling further development of HOTS the only two games that they are really developing anymore are Hearthstone and wow. That's it. Which is the fucking card game. Yeah. They release new expansions for that all the time, but they, they haven't developed D three. They haven't developed Starcraft two since the last expansion pack, which came out over two years ago. Uh, they haven't developed They're not developing hots anymore. So what what's left? Oh, they have Overwatch, I guess, but who plays that? I don't know anybody who plays Overwatch anymore. Oh yeah, the major TF2 ripoff. It is a TF2 ripoff in its uh, original concept, but they turned it into like a first-person multiplayer online battle arena game. 
like a third like a first person uh league of legends that's kind of what it became speaking of valve csgo danger zone oh yeah that's pretty fun i like it that is a really fun counter-strike game mode i when i first played it i thought it was garbage because i wasn't comfortable and used to the weird decisions they made which i thought were weird at first but the more i played it the more i liked it meaning the slow ammo looting with a loud click 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 noise when you load bullet by bullet but then i thought about it it makes sense because if you're trying to be realistic if you loaded looted ammo out of a box you would have to reload the mags bullet by bullet yeah well it also ups the stakes there's so little ammo on the map you're desperate enough to punch somebody to death. Well, and it's really loud, so it gives off. If you're nearby and someone's looting ammo, you know that they're like they're really close, so you can close in on them. It's funny. I only play with speakers, so I don't have any fucking clue where anybody is. the The game that I won yesterday, I won because I heard the guy looting ammo in a shed, and I came around. He didn't have. It wasn't a drone drop. He just found a, a ammo crate that was laying around, and then I came around the shed. And then I started shooting him. I ran out of ammo on my primary weapon. I think I had an MP5. He started firing back at me. I strafed around the corner of the shed, came around on the other side with my Tech 9, and I got like an instant headshot. Did you teabag him? No. You can't confirm the kill unless you teabag him. The bodies disappear before you can do it. I think they did that intentionally. You, the only way you can teabag him is, like, is if you're like right there when you kill him, like within melee range. Because if it's any longer than two or three seconds getting up to him, then you have to then the then the body just disappears. You can't get there what? in time. What a the the fun of Counter Strike is that when you die, the guy that kills you squats his balls on your face and then sprays a nude over your body. <laughs> well, Where did those days another... go? Yeah, you can't do sprays anymore. You have to buy sprays now in CS:GO. No, now you got to hack domain names like Linux.org. To put up uh, <laughs> vulgar images. Yeah, it's really. I don't like a lot of the. Let me put it this way: before Black Sight came out, CS:GO was like a game that I was probably only gonna play, like either the one or two or three games we would play at a LAN party or one or two random matches a year. I I, I had zero interest in that game like playing that game any further Me too. until until this came out. And so one thing I don't like about it though um or one thing that doesn't make any sense to me is that they haven't and maybe this is something that's going to come later, but they haven't they don't have any stat breakdowns. Like they they have at the end of the match it tells you how many kills you got and how much damage you did. That's it. Like if you want to like look at your win-loss history or like have a competitive record for your matches in black site there's nothing like there's nothing in the interface that you can go to to see that information I don't which care. is dumb all i no. want to do is run around and teabag people yeah but if you're playing it if if you're trying to gauge how good you are at, at that game mode and like how you know how uh, good you are based on how fatigued your character is by teabagging <laughs> When you can't well, pop a squad anymore, you know you're doing good. Yeah. You can only get like three pumps in and then it slows you down to nothing. 
the game works against you when you teabag. That sucks. But I did enjoy it. It's a good way to... It's good. It's a high intensity. Um, it kind of yeah. reminds me of the intensity of Insurgency Competitive. Not the official competitive, the older unofficial competitive. 10, uh, 5 on 5. Small maps. Like, um, another thing that's kind of understated with the black site mode, I like how they artificially limited the player count in it. I like that too. And it's a smaller map. Yeah, because, and, and I really like how you select, everybody can see where everybody's dropping at the beginning of the map. I love that because one of the things that irritates the shit out of me when I, whether I play PUBG or uh, Blackout or any of those game modes, you fucking, you have like you, you, the map loads, you're in the helicopter or the airplane or whatever, and then you ping on the map for where your team wants to go. You drop out, you glide if you're playing uh, Blackout to the location, or if you're playing PUBG, you drop out above it and then like try and drop, you know, gain speed and yeah. kind of arrow to where you're going. And you look up and there's and, like a swarm of bees behind you. And then you're you're suddenly like like 90% of the time, you're surrounded by other players. And so you already know you're in trouble or you even land. And then you think you're going to land at a place where there's going to be shit that you can loot and there's nothing there. And the next thing you know what the enemy's closing in on you and you spent all this time getting ready for that match and you're fucking dead. And then you got to wait for your teammates who lucked out and they're still alive and you got to wait for them to end the, for their, uh, for them to die, which could be, you know, a few minutes to 15 minutes. I, that annoys us. That's one of the things I've always had a problem with, with uh, battle Royale games is that, they there's too many players and the maps aren't really big enough to accommodate all the players like i feel like the map size in black site in the csgo mode is the perfect size for the amount of players they could probably even bump it up to 20 and then you can get five groups of four instead of uh six groups of three no is that no that's not right yeah yeah that is right six times three is 18 so um and maybe they'll do that eventually, but I kind of like where it's at right now because you can kind of, no matter where you drop, you can kind of still, you know, luck out. Even if you drop by, by near, nearby someone, you could still find a knife or something or a pistol with seven rounds and it's just enough to help you get by, like survive a first encounter. Whereas yeah. in, in Blackout or PUBG, you land on a, in a house and someone might find a fucking rifle with a hundred rounds of seven, six, two or five, five, six. And then all you find is a pistol and then you're fucked. Like CSGO, you can't get any, uh, um, like the SMGs and stuff that you get, like the boxes. Cause you know, the, the, the only way you can get a rifle or a sniper rifle, like the only way you can get like an M4 or an AK or a sniper rifle or something like that is through, the uh rng the random number generator drops on the map where it just yeah, picks a random have to have location a to break it open exactly where so if so you someone have to expose yourself yeah so even if someone gets like a p90 right off the bat or uh you know an mp5 or something like that or a shotgun and you have only a glock you could still win that gunfight because you might get a lucky headshot whereas in 
COD Blackout and PUBG, that's never going to happen. You're never going to win a, a gunfight with a handgun versus an SMG or a yep. rifle and that. And you can also uh, punch a guy in the dick till he dies. Yeah. Which you can't normally do. Yep. Apparently the wrench is useless. You're much better off hammering somebody to death. The axe is pretty good. Yeah, I, I bet. The wrench is garbage. The wrench is better than fists, though. I do have a question. What's with the little yellow octagon things or hexagons, whatever those would be? The I think it's like to break up the map in quadrants because the the way that the uh, the zone moves in the red, it's kind of like circular, like it goes in like blots, like a circle here, a circle there, a circle there, and then like it fills in those circles in the the. But is yellow last? Are you talking about the map, or what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, when you hit tab and you look at the map, like when everybody spawns in, you can see there's these yellow hexagons everywhere. No, I think the yellow indicates where there's activity, like where there's players. Okay. My theory was maybe that's the last spot to get uh, the edge of the map to creep in, because the whole time you're playing, the counter is going and the map is shrinking. I don't know. I may have to confirm that, but I thought that the yellow is like where there's activity. Because I remember like I think if you're I'm right. like it one of the last, yeah. Because I I remember if I'm like one of the last few players, I always follow where the yellow is on the map as the map's shrinking, and that's usually where I run into people. Okay. I wonder if there's other incentives like weapons. Yeah, I don't know. But you know you can get. I think it's only when there's players though, because I've seen where they've had supply drops that are out of the yellow. Like it'll be in the gray area, but there'll be a supply drop there, because you'll see the indicator on the map. It looks kind of like a like a white and yellow or white and orange striped icon. Yeah. So, I don't know if that is considered activity because it's a box that could be looted. But I think the yellow means that it's like where players are. Where there's player activity, I guess. All right, you got anything else? I want to get out of here. Um, the world today seems absolutely crackers. When nuclear we played this before. Blow us all sky high. There's fools and idiots sitting on the trigger. Bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. Bringyourwallet.com slash donate to share the show and support the show and uh, use your brave bat. Your bat currency. Alright, I gotta go talk to the Raven Lunatics. So. Alright, see ya. I may be back on a play CSGO though. All right, that's what it is.